This is Kurt. And this is Tracy. And this is the MFG cast. everybody another podcast episode this time we're going to be talking about our stuff that we're excited about for gen con 2019 because we're going this year yay whoop to the whoop whoop to the whoop whoop to the whoop so we'll just highlight a couple of games that we're excited about and briefly mention some other stuff that we're excited about and maybe there'll be some stuff that we're uh, surprised to see because there was a lot we went to board game geeks list of Stuff that was going to be at Gen Con, and gosh, there was a lot of games. Holy crap. Yep, I kind of stopped looking at them after a while, <laughs> because I didn't realize how many there were when you said, hey, look at this list and see what you think. And I was reading them detail for detail, and then realized, I'm going to be here forever if I keep looking at all of these games and all of the details and all of this stuff. So I'm going to just peruse, and what's going to catch my eye before... I make decisions on what things I want to check out and what things pique my interest and get me excited and stuff. That's right. So, yeah. So let's go over a list of a few things that have cotton our fancy. I don't know. Ooh. I don't know words. Cotton Pe- our fancy. Cotton our fancy or piqued our... Piqued our interest? Yeah. yeah. That was, that's much Or more. tickled my ear hair. No. Okay, I'm done. Tickled uh, your fancy? Uh, yes, tickled my butt. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Tickle, tickle. Yeah, that's a different kind of talk. Whoa. So, yeah. That's so, let's talk about... Okay. Sexy gun? Okay. Can we change the subject before this whole ship yeah. goes uh, burning down? I'm pretty sure it already has. It already has. Okay. Okay. So, I'm going to have you start. Ooh, I am going to start. Mm-hmm. So I, That's your phone. Yeah. So, what's something that you're super excited about seeing at Gen Con when we go there? So, as I was looking at this never-ending list, one that caught my eye before I started reading about it was the Stygia? No, how did we decide that was pronounced? I think you you decided, Um, I gave up. The Stygian Society, and I apologize if I'm totally butchering that. In fact, Board Game Geek did not have super awesome details on what this game was about but for some reason the cover caught my eye and i wanted to know more so i did more research because apparently that's how obsessed i was with this game and i'm not really certain why and i found some play two videos on youtube and the first one i found i didn't like apparently i still wanted to find out more about this game and i found another one and it's kind of a cool game it's by ape games It's by Ape Games, and it's a game basically, let's see if I remember, because we've looked at a lot of games. Basically, you have characters, and there's like this big tower with different levels, 
and you grab certain colored blocks. So they come in white and red and yellow and black and blue. And depending on your character that you have selected to fight against these bad guys, you grab a specific number of blocks based on their powers. So they could be, I think have magician type powers or like, I don't know if they have superpowers and I'm totally going to have this wrong. I'm certain of it. But basically you grab these blocks. So the video I was watching, this one person had, you could grab like three blue blocks. But as you're going to fight against the bad guys, you grab the colors of the bad guys too. So you have three blue blocks in your hand for this, for the guy that you're representing. And then three of their colors. So I think they were in this instance, red and black and yellow or something. You put all six blocks in your hand. And I think when they talk about, I, I think the, the term you're looking for is cubes. They're not, they're Thank not really you. I don't know why I'm cubes. calling them blocks. <laughs> it's okay. That's what I'm here for. Uh, I'm awesome. That's why. No worries. So anyway, you take these cubes. Why did I call them blocks? <laughs> Because you wanted to go back to when you were a kid and you're like, these are square. These must be blocks. I don't know. Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway, taking <laughs> now that we're talking about it, I, I'm I'm going to just sit in a corner. Anyway, so you take these cubes and you're dropping them down that tower that I was talking about. And if you look down at the tower, and they kind of showed this in the video too, there's like nooks and crannies. So there's like ledges where the there's potential. I almost said blocks again. Um, there's potentials for the cubes to sit so they don't fall through to the bottom and roll out the bottom of this um, tower. Kind of like, it kind of reminded me of like a um, dice rolling. Like something where you could throw your dice in and they would. Like a dice tray kind of. Drop down, yeah, a tower and then they'd come and roll out and then you have your number of dice. But then there's areas where there's open holes, and as you go, you drop the cubes in there, and then um, there's potential for some to stay and some to come out. And then there's also like this square area that they have at the bottom. If a cube lands in there, then the cube is actually worth double. So as they're going in there, if they don't land in that square area, then they're each worth one value. And it helps to fight against the bad guys as you go along. And then I think there's like a some sort of track. This is very obviously high over, uh, over this is high level overview. That's what I meant to say in regards to the game. But we, I thought it was interesting. Um, you were watching with me. What did mm -hmm. you think about it? Yeah, I liked it. I think it was, it's a cool concept. And the one thing I'm afraid of is that. I hope that the gimmick of the tower works right because sometimes when I watch the video and I saw them pouring the dice in and they got this little that little square the Fencing only thing I could, yeah it's basically just like a fence and when they were rolling it it seemed like hardly ever a cube would ever bounce into it. Well, so, he only dropped cubes down there twice. I understand, but well, even in the other no, he did a lot. Even the, the I watched the other video with you too, and like they even did kind of. Not a great job of doing it, which doesn't mean that it doesn't happen. Mm, I didn't watch long enough on that one. But. but I just, you know, I thought that hopefully this works out well to where you're getting those. And I'm sure it, it's a thing of chance, too. So, you know, depending upon, you know, how, how well you, you drop do, you could. And... It could. Uh, another thing I thought was cool, too, is that when you're going up these levels, too, you actually take your meeple and you put them on the outside of the tower to show what level you're at. Yep. Which I thought that was awesome, too. It's a, it's yeah. It's a... 
neat concept that is something that I myself haven't seen. I'm sure someone else is probably listening to this and they're like, well, obviously X game is kind of like this or whatever. But when you said you, you had seen this and you showed me the video, I was like, wow, this is actually pretty neat. I kind of like this concept. Plus anything fantasy based fighting monsters, if it's done well, I'm kind of like, yeah, I'll do it. I love, you know, I love yeah. fantasy. I mean, the characters look cool. And they have special the... abilities and stuff like that. Yeah. Too. Like, I don't know. There's something about the box that caught my eye. It's like when it goes back to that conversation of if a box catches your eye. Because as we were scrolling through some of the games on, um, that we would see when we go next week, I thought, oh, God, what? Mm-hmm. Like, this one looks like a puzzle, like that like someone's grandma would do. <laughs> it's something about cats and it looked like a cat and quilt game or something weird. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, well, it just goes to show you either either A, don't judge a book by its cover or B, sometimes the cover has a little or bit Or don't ever buy better. that game. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, who knows. But anyway, so that was my that was something that first caught my eye. I mean, there were other games too, but that one was one I wanted to highlight. Yeah. What about cool. you? Something I am super stoked to kind of see and it's one of those that I'm I'm kind of wary to see if it's too much like its predecessor, the Imperial Settlers Empires of the North by Portal Games. From what I've seen on it, it looks like it's almost a more streamlined two-player Imperial Settlers. Hmm. And where, you know, I think even Ignacy said it on a video that I watched. He said that, you know, it was there was kind of the complaint of that sometimes the random draw of cards sometimes in imperial settlers can kind of make it harder for people to you know play the game or whatever so they streamlined it to where you still have cards and abilities that you can use but there's this and i don't know what the what what they ended up doing because i think the video i saw was kind of like a prototype but it almost looked like it might be a rondelle that where you can have these two tokens and with the two tokens, you can actually have two other actions that are part of this uh, rondelle where y- you can take those actions every turn. So can that I, can help Can it I stop you? What's yeah. a rondelle? A rondelle is basically a round circle that where you can do actions on it. That's basically what a rondelle oh. is. You and your fancy words like cube <laughs> and rondelle. Yeah, exactly. Sounds like... Some I'm very fancy. dude's first name, Rondell. Mm-hmm. Would you like a cup of tea and play on my Rondell? Oh, I was just thinking <laughs> some guy's name is Rondell. Maybe. He, or it could be a girl. He was a, he was a singer. Yeah, she was a singer for the Shondells. Rondell, a singer from the Shondells. That's right. Little known fact. Um, but uh, another cool thing, too, is like you can have two actions with these tokens, but if you also have uh, the apples, which are food, you can actually feed feed your meeples and have and technically with those tokens and have four actions instead of two. Nice. So it kind of makes it more streamlined stuff like that. I'm a big fan of Imperial Settlers to where I might even go for this, but if it's like, I might have to look at it too. If it's like just too similar to Imperial Settlers, I like that game enough to where I don't need another one. But yeah. I'm still excited to kind of see it. Well, and we've gotten burned on getting games that are like. Oh, let's get this game, and then it's like just about the same game mm-hmm. as the other game. Yeah, we did that with Patchwork and Patchwork Express. Yeah, exactly. 
And we don't own Patchwork Express anymore because it's like this, just pretty much the same thing. So don't ever do that. (laughs) The next one that I have um, is called Legendary Forests by Yellow Games. When we were looking at this one, we thought it was interesting because it has the year of 2017. Mm -hmm. I didn't do a lot of looking as to why. I don't know if maybe this game was possibly owned by another company or something before. When we were looking at pictures, we noticed that the look of it kind of morphed into something a little bit more subtle with the colors, so that could explain it. Mm -hmm. But basically, let's see if I even remember to its entirety, but basically I think it's two to four players and you get X number of cubes that have design on them. And everybody's, not cubes, um, tiles. (laughs) See, now a new word for me. (laughs) Tiles, and everybody has the same amount of tiles and every physical player has the same amount of tiles and they look the same. But you also have a random player and that random player has the same tiles also, but I think during the um, at the beginning of the game you remove five tiles, and the random player is the one that actually calls out the actions. So meaning, they pull a tile, and it may be numbered like tile number eight or something like that. So every player that's playing finds their tile number eight and decides how they want to lay it in front of them. And everybody can lay it different. So your boards are going to have the same pieces, but they could look very different from each other. And then I think there's a point where they can have, I don't know what those pieces are called. They, they look like, am the I totally monuments? getting this game wrong? The monuments? Is that what it is? Yeah, the little half circles or whatever. Yeah, there's like little half circles and they call them monuments. And you can get those, but I don't remember. How do you get them? And you can place them, they're based on color, you can place them in certain sections to score more points based on those tiles. When the leader draws a tile with a red number, everyone places their piece. Starting with the player who holds the the god piece, initially the leader. Everyone draws a monument tile from the center of the playing area and places it on an area in their landscape. So, and they were kind of talking because I watched a... Board Game Geek had a video on their site regarding this game. And the guy that was on there explaining it was talking about if you put a, one of those monuments on a color that ends up being closed off. Or you have to, like on a yellow section, a yellow monument on a yellow section or something like that. You might end up not being able to score later or something like that. Because mm-hmm. you end up not pulling another piece that you can like enhance or score or something like that but oh. it looks like a pretty um pretty interesting strategic kind of an abstract type game and um pretty pretty cool looking i think it's kind of in my neck of the woods i'd be curious just to see what it looks like and yellow's been known to have pretty decent amount of tables at gen con mm-hmm. so i'd be interested to sit down and play this one see what i think of it yeah Another one that I'm really excited to see, and it's actually probably the one that's actually the game I'm most excited to see, is Era Medieval Age by Eggerspiel. It's done by Matt Leacock, and basically it's kind of the successor to Roll Through the Ages. 
Is Matt Lee Cock um, pandemic? Yes. Okay, correct. Look at me. I know. You're a big girl. You See, know I can't now. get blocks versus cubes, but I got Matt Lee Cock and pandemic. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. So on this one, instead of a roll and write, it's basically a roll and build game. Oh. So you have these pieces and you can build your own. You can build your own. Oh. Uh, yeah, I remember seeing this yeah. one. You can build your own castle, basically. And depending upon. Uh, where the pieces fit and stuff like that, you'll get you'll get positive points. But then also there's there's ways of you uh, getting these. Li- Gosh, I can't remember what the what the negative pieces are that you can get from other players or if you do something wrong. Scorched earth, so you can have these little scorched earth spots that kind of block your areas and stuff like that for you building. But it just to me it just looks amazing. So kind of Tetrisy in regards to the. Trying to, um, well, it kind of makes me think of like tiny towns where it's like, okay, oh, yeah. you need to have these buildings by these buildings, and then these buildings can only be here. Be- you know, there's certain, yep. there's certain aspects to this game where it's like there's certain rules where it's you know you can only put certain things in areas and stuff like that, and it just, I don't know. There's a lot of roll and rights out there to see this roll and build game, and for it to be something that Matt Leacock is doing, who's always done games that I've always liked. Like yeah. I know I'm gonna like this too, nice. and we get, we're we're gonna be able to talk to Mike Young at Gen Con, and he's one of our favorite human beings. So it's gonna be awesome to talk to him and talk about this game. So nice. Is this just being released at Gen Con? It is. I'm so excited about it. That was a good segue, wasn't it? That's right. Mm-hmm. What's another game you're excited about? Um. So the next one I found was a game um, called Silver by Bezier Games, and um, it caught my eye because of the art. It's this warrior-looking guy. What I think is he looks like he's from Champions of Midgard. Yeah. I think it almost looks like one of the characters from that Disney movie Brave, almost. Yeah, and I, I agree with that. That's Either right. way, I, I'm really concentrating hard. I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> That's pro- that probably makes more sense than what I said, but either way, the art is cool. It caught my eye. I'm sure that the cards, it's a card game. I'm sure the cards inside will be really cool, but mm-hmm. basically what it is is it's a card game where you're trying to basically remove savage werewolves from your village. You receive cards. They're labeled 0 through 13, and they have special abilities on them. And during your turn, you have the choice of drawing a card from the deck or taking a card from the discard pile. But then as you're drawing a card from the deck, you can use its special power and then discard it. Or you can just discard it without using its special power. But basically, everything that's happening in the game is secret because you don't want anyone to know whether you've basically knock down the number of werewolves in your hand, mm-hmm. so to speak. And then when you feel like you get you got to a comfortable point where you don't have all these um, savage werewolves attacking your village, then you call for a vote and see who has the lowest number of werewolves in your village. Um, I think it's interesting because this game pairs with another game called Silver Bullet, which I believe allows for more... Um, people to play um so you have silver and you have silver silver bullet both by the same game company 
I think it would be interesting to check this game out at their booth. Yep. I could not think of the word yep. booth. Yeah, and it's another it's another game by Ted Allspach who has done uh, One Night Ultra, Ultimate Werewolf and stuff like that. So hence the werewolves. Yep. So every, you know, people are gonna be just gaga over it because the, those games are always. Well, and what's interesting is just before we started recording, you sent me a link because they have a um, the Silver app right now free to download. So I'm, we're going to check that out after we're done recording here. But and, and maybe it's not that cool, but I'd like to check it out anyway just to see how it turns out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it almost reminds me of like, like a memory game because, you know, when you're trying to replace your werewolves that are face down and stuff like that, like, you know, that... That's you have to kind of remember what cards you have and stuff like that. But then also you've got those special abilities that you can use and stuff like that that keep the game going. And it looks like a fun little party game that you could play with your family, you could play with your friends, you could play at Gen Con, stuff like that. So or or you can make it just more of an intimate one. Also, that's right. You don't have to have it. But I I picked this one just because it's it's not your typical board game, so to speak. It's more of that card game. Just for something different to mm-hmm. talk about. Another game that I'm really kind of interested to see, and I know it it could be a game that seems similar to other games, but I just think it's an interesting concept, is uh, Point Salad by AEG. This game is just a interesting thing where you have six different veggies on cards, and on the back has a different scoring meth- method for scoring your points at the end of the game. So you can... You know, choose to pick your vegetables to, you know, help score your stuff. But also, there are some on the other side in piles. There are your 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 scoring method or whatever. So it's like if you if you have to have like two onions and two heads of lettuce, or like you have to have three peppers, but you can't have any tomatoes. And there's just there's different kinds of different kinds of combinations of stuff that you can do with this card game, which I think would kind of keep that the replayability of it like pretty pretty fluid you know so when you're talking is it like a a card that everybody has to go for it's well you've got i think from what i saw in the video i think there's like six spots for vegetables and then there's three piles for the scoring so what you can do is you can grab the vegetables that are in front there or you can grab a scoring card to use that too but also you have the option of taking one of the scoring cards and flipping it over to using it as a vegetable but if you take a vegetable from the from the six in the front of it you actually don't you don't have the option to flip it over to the side where you get the points so you know it just it it's an interesting combination of trying to figure out ways to you know in the mm-hmm. industry they call it point salad trying to you know score many ways of getting points and stuff like that so i like that it's kind of this meta thing of like putting this into a game and actually using vegetables and stuff like that so i'm kind of interested to see how that works out i think it'd be kind of fun i mean again i could be wrong but you know i'm interested to see how it looks yeah so those are the kind of the ones we kind of wanted to highlight like in gen like you know give a little bit of more of a overview of or whatever but here's a couple of other things that we'd like to talk about that we're really excited to see here too that are coming so like for me like i haven't been able to look at a physical copy of animal kingdoms from galactic raptor game since i talked to steven aramini about it so it'll be kind of cool to um see that game 
uh, out there in the world and be able to play that, that's a game that actually has a rondelle in it. So we'll, we'll be able to see that in full effect. Another one I'm really excited to see too, which I probably will never buy because it's a million dollars, but I'm excited to see it, is uh, Metal, Metal Gear Solid by IDW because I loved those video games. I played almost every one of them, and it would be cool to see that. Another one too that actually is kind of our, our friends of the show, uh, Kids Table, Recreators has been getting a lot of really good press. A lot of people have been talking about that they just love this game, and it's not just not just a game that kids can enjoy, but adults can too. So I kind of want to play that to see if I if the hype is real. And then just uh, a couple of other ones that are for me like they're just kind of like games that I'm kind of excited to see, even though you know other people might not be because they have a original IP attached to it. Um, a lot of people have been talking, or some people I know in our circles have been talking about Jaws the board game as being a good one, so I'd like to see that. And also, because I'm a big Final Fantasy How fan. How about um, Keep It Sexy or whatever? No I'm way. I'm just kidding. No I'm just way. kidding. Kenny G, no way. No thank Is you. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Keeping It Sexy? Keeping It Sexy. Yeah. Um, and then another game that You're I really... welcome, America. And then, <laughs> you just gave me a really dirty look. And then another game I'm really excited about that Square Enix is actually doing is a Chocobo Party Up, a game about wrangling chocobos. That sounds What's awesome. What's a chocobo? It is basically like a large chicken that you can write on. I know it's silly, but if you played the games and you saw chocobos, you'd be like, oh my god, those are so cute. I love them. So. Would I want to tickle them? Yes, you would want to tickle them. Okay. okay. What about you? I am excited because I'm digging the rolling rights, and you are too. I what? just spoke for you. Yep. How dare You're welcome. You. How dare you. So there's a bunch of um, welcome to expansions that we would like to take a gander at. I think. For sure. There's, man. When I was looking at that, there was like Doomsday, Halloween. There was like summer, spring. There's all these. Uh, Winter but Wonderland. We, yeah, Winter Wonderland. <laughs> um, but I had written down Doomsday, mm-hmm. the Doomsday one. Yeah, that'd be um, cool. But just checking out the Welcome to stuff because we waited for a hundred billion years for our copy of Welcome to <laughs> King Domino Duel by Blue Orange Game. That one will be coming out. That one looks pretty um, interesting. I'd like to check that out. Also, Corinth. I think that's how it's pronounced, and I don't know who that one's by. Oh, Days of Wonder. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Corinth by Days of Wonder. They came out with that one as a rolling, I think it's considered a rolling, right? Dice rolling, paper, and pencil. Okay. Rolling, right. Yep. Okay. So that one I want to check out because the characters look really super cute because it's like, you know, ancient days or whatever, and... Super fun. I think that might be it for the roll and rights because we already bought the roll and right for Imperial Settlers. Mm-hmm. So, and that one will be there, but we already did that because we were eager. <laughs> and then I just thought of another one that I, not on the roll and right factor anymore, but on expansions would be, I'd like to see what um, the expansion for Dice Hospital looks like. Hopefully um, less death. Less death, potentially. <laughs> um, less death. This one's called Dice Hospital Community Care, but I think it has more than one expansion. There's like a maternity one, and then there's the community care one. 
Um, that one will be coming out. And then, of course, wait for it. There's a Quacks expansion. <laughs> I'm super stoked about this. Want to check that out? It's called um, Herbs. No, Witches and something with herbs. Hey, look at that. The Herb Witches. Oh, I was so close. And then the Quacks expansion, which is called The Herb Witches. And super excited to check that shit out. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because. Because I lose my shit over quacks? You do. And it's a great game, so it'll be exciting to actually get the... That's why, that's another thing I like that we're doing here. Instead of just going and looking for the new thing, the new thing, it's like, let's get some expansions for the things that we really love, like yeah. quacks. Yeah. So. so I'm super excited about that. Of course, we wrote down, like, other games, and we didn't even finish reading through that like we had talked about, but I think that there's enough um, for us to look at at those days that we're there. And um, we're also playing... We're going to be playing some games that we've never played before. Yeah. So we're excited, but we'll talk about that the next time. Exactly. Yeah. Boop, boop. So um, just to let you know, we will probably take uh, probably a week and a half to two weeks off now because with Gen Con and travel and trying to not get the crud and <laughs> try to catch up with uh, sleeping and stuff like that. So we're going to take a little bit of time off. Maybe not. Maybe it's something well, you know, maybe I'll release some stuff as we kind of go. That'll just be kind of be in the works, but just so you guys know. But yeah, it'll be exciting. I'm really don't, excited to Don't do miss it. us. That's right. Don't miss us too much. We have such an impact on your life. <laughs> Why did I laugh really hard at that? I don't know. I don't know either. I meant I was so serious. You are so serious. So sincere. But we really appreciate you guys listening, and we can't wait to tell you about our Gen Con experience for Gen Con 2019. So until next time, I'm Kurt. And I'm Tracy. And this was the MFG Cast. Thanks for listening. Bye. Legends of Tabletop Podcast. Creating legends one die at a time.